0: Hey there, it's Anthony Murphy, and if you're looking for a podcast that can help your business become an iconic brand, this could be the show for you. We talk to talented business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketers on a range of topics while also diving into the latest trends in digital and social media marketing. All right, let's jump into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Anthony here. Hope you are very well and big thank you for tuning in to another episode. Really appreciate you uh, having me in your earbuds or coming out of your speakers, whichever the case might be. But uh, we're back. We have a brand new episode for you guys. Today we are talking to the people that founded Hood Inc. Now, this interview was recorded back in January 2017 and my... (laughs) My sincere apologies to both the founders of the company for not being able to get this episode out any sooner, but better now than later. So, guys, originally this company, this business was called PeerCamp. They're based in Melbourne, and this company is now been uh, it's gone through a huge growth stage. They've rebranded, so the company is now called Hoodik, uh Unleashing Potential. And what these guys do is they take young professionals from straight out of university and they help bridge that skills gap between university and gaining successful employment. So generally speaking, there are things that uh, university is unable to prepare you for. And this, this business is fantastic because it literally bridges that skills gap and gives people the the skills, the knowledge and the confidence to be able to go out and gain employment in their industry, in the area that they want to work in. So Hoodik is based in Melbourne and its founders, Silva and Stephen, are on the show with us today. They share their story about building the business, why they started, and we will have to get the guys back on the show uh, to give us an update because the business has really, really grown. So they are all about... You know, helping people learn the skills that employers need and being able to showcase your knowledge to gain the career that you want. So if this is something that is of interest to you, then definitely stay tuned. Lots and lots of gold in this interview. Um, Let's dive straight into it and uh, would love to get your feedback on this episode, guys. So please do let us know if you enjoyed the interview. That's enough from me. Let's jump straight in. Silver and Stephen uh, from Peer Camp. Thanks very much for joining us on Open for Business. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Awesome. I, I do love it when we uh, we get to have two people or two guests on the show. It's nice to, uh, you know, have three people talking. It, uh, it's a good atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Excellent. Excellent. Guys, before uh, – now, I'm going to have to ask this twice, or you can both weigh in on this. Um, the first question that I ask all of my guests is, what did you always want to be when you grew up? So feel free to take it in turns and uh, and tell us what you wanted to be. When um, I was
1: younger, I was sort of interested in how, how things work. So I was sort of, you know, some technology type of thing. So engineer came up, but then also I found myself enjoying um, – discussion and, and, and arguments and things. So lawyer was, was something also. I ended up um, going into IT, but um, those were two things that I sort of gave a bit of time on thinking about.
0: Excellent, excellent. And Silva, what about yourself? Oh,
2: yeah. For me, basically, um, I'm, I'm in China. So, And basically, I grew up from a family that my dad was a businessman and my mom was a teacher, so primary school teacher. And I was just so admired that um, how they really do their job. And I was really into like education things. I want to be an educator. And then the funny thing is that I really want to do that, and that I can turn that into a business. That would be great. So um, that was what I want to do. And right now I'm doing such things, which was great.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Both really good, uh, really good, um, yeah, really good outlook on life. I, uh, I just finished an interview with uh, Dan DeWitt, who's the founder of Active Relay, which is a SaaS product. And uh, he was a little bit different. He always wanted to be a, a dump truck driver when he was younger. He, uh, he was fascinated by those trucks. So uh, it's very interesting to hear what, uh, what people wanted to be. That's for sure.
1: It's funny how you never know really where. where, like as a child or as a young adult, you think you're going to be this way, but you've really got to have the confidence to keep trying to find yourself. If you're not sure who you are, keep, keep trying.
0: Such great advice, and, and that's the exact reason why I sort of chose that question—the um, first question to ask everybody. And, and over the, the thirty to forty odd guests that I've had on the show, it's it's very interesting to see, you know, the change and what people wanted to be when they were younger compared to what they're doing now. So it's uh, it's good uh, for people to realise that you don't have to. You, know, you don't have to be set on one thing when you're younger and that's what I'm gonna do for my whole career um, and if it is that's great but you know there's there's so much opportunity nowadays and you can you can chop and change and uh, and head in any direction you like so that's the beauty of it
1: yeah absolutely yeah
0: perfect all right so before we uh, before we jump into uh, the show can I just um, get both of you to tell us a little bit um, about your backgrounds and, and what you're doing now ah uh, right. But- for me,
2: I was from China and I started my Australia journey as an international student ten years ago. It just like just crossed the ten years mark.
0: Okay, excellent. And
2: yeah, I was just when when I came and I w- was thinking about this Australia will be my new uh, second home. Yep. Well, I'm pretty excited about this country and um, well, right now I proved that's a uh, really good decision that I made. So I came in um now i'm just i'm citizen Fantastic. and then um in the last 10 years i've just right um stumbled my way because I... to start my uh, journey here as international student was pretty pretty tough sure and in, in, I...
0: in what ways can you t- how, how was it tough was it just being in a different country or what, what, oh, yeah. what sort of made it tough
2: yeah my it's just everything is different yeah everything including living including education systems Yep. And I was so, my English was so lousy yeah. and that was part of it uh, because communication, you can't communicate with people uh, for, for that with, with uh, poor English, so yeah. that was part of it. And, and a culture shock, so, um, but however, just stumbled my way through all this and then built my career around IT and um, last year started to teach and that's become educator, that's part of my dream mm-hmm. and I always want to become an entrepreneur and tried a lot of side hustles and think, see things working or not working. And,
0: yeah, that's my background, Anthony. Well, you've, you've certainly hit the ground running. I've uh, I've had a quick look, uh, especially through your LinkedIn profile, and uh, it's very decorated and it looks like you've uh, had a lot of success in the last 10 years. So, very well done. Thanks. No worries. And, Stephen, what about yourself? So, I've, um,
1: I sort of, when I was in late high school, I was looking at at it and i sort of thought well maybe i don't want to be stuck behind a computer screen and keyboard all the you know the whole day sure so i sort of had that perception about it but um by accident i found myself in a it help desk role and realized that that was couldn't be further from the truth it was basically you know straight into customer service with a tiny little bit of the technical stuff so it kind of changed the whole perception i had about it and it's you know very much about helping people um and even though you're helping them with machines, um, there's people at the other end of it. And if you can't help that person be better off, then you're not an effective IT professional. So yeah. that's how I actually discovered I really like IT because I could get, you know, my little techie outlet. But at the end of the day, I was helping people do something more effectively or, you know, take some, some hassle or headache away from them. Um, and I've also always had that sort of one day I'd like to start a business, but I don't know where or how kind of, yep. you know, loose loose dream sure sure
0: but um well i'm gonna i'll ask the question how how did you two connect how did did you guys meet have you always been friends or how did that relationship start
1: so there's a um there's a worldwide uh, public speaking kind of club called toastmasters which you may have heard Uh, of
0: yes yes
1: Um, we both met at the monash toastmasters club was it maybe uh six six years ago six okay six years ago and um, I guess we both, I think we both were targeting our own like communication skills gaps in it. Um, me was like, I was lacking a lot of confidence in speaking in front of people. I'd freeze up. My whole thinking would just yeah. vanish from my head. And probably Silver, yours was probably a lot to do with moving
2: yeah, countries. Yeah, I, I was just like, just try to develop my English skill. That was, and, and make connections with people. And then um, that was, uh, that that's where I started. Yeah, Excellent. so yeah, to learn English and to improve that, that was my purpose.
0: Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you, you've done really well. Um so like great backgrounds from you both. Let let's jump into peer camp or, or at least let's uh, talk about where the idea came from. How how did you guys connect? How did how did peer camp first start? Where did the idea come from?
1: Well, we um we when we go back to the Toastmasters story, we were in Toastmasters at the same time for maybe what like one or two years, and then we sort of you know we swapped LinkedIn contacts, and we sort of went our various ways. And um, I I sent him a message just saying hello, how are you going? You want to have coffee? Um, and so we you know we sat down and had a coffee. Um, two thousand four, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. Yes. Yeah. Um, caught up on a whole lot of important stuff. We'd since you know. Done there, um, you know, get the house, get married, have a, a kid. We got both, both got daughters. Um, and as it happened, we were both also in casual teaching at tertiary, so uni and TAFE teaching. Okay. Um, and we sort of we found ourselves teaching things that we knew the students probably wouldn't really need. Um, in both of our cases, it was IT, so we, you know, we know what we we know what they're going to face because we've just come from industry. Um, and it's not the majority of what we were teaching, but it was enough to sort of really, you know, start to ask questions. Is, is this the best, you know, what about the gaps that they're going to still need mm. when they're going to go on to their career? And also their engagement was really low. Like, you know, it's like the, if you, if you've got a student pretending that they're not using their phone and you've lost them and you've got to be really conscious that, you know, that's not engaging and we don't learn well um, when we're bored. So we sort of, you know, trying to I don't know, we we sort of like trying to articulate what the issue was.
2: Took yeah. us took us a bit of time. Yeah, a lot of caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> a a lot, lot of caffeine. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> I cannot remember hundreds maybe. Yeah. Like like we just catch up, we just uh, so into each other. We have really good common values that we share in our life because um, we are at really pretty much the same stage of life. Yeah, excellent. Uh, same stage and we're doing a similar job. We're both in IT and that was like really good reconnect. I think, well, so happy to re- do a reunion with, with you because, well, we, we sort of like um, heading to a different direction after Toastmaster so, uh, five years, we haven't met each other. But in a very good way that we reconnected and we found that we we're, were both doing the right thing yes. in our life. And then that's sort of like we come, come up with um, the pierced idea because that the problem that we found um, the skill gap missing between uh, the formal education and the industry.
0: Okay, excellent. So, for anybody who isn't aware of Peer Camp or, or is not sure what it's about, can you tell us uh, exactly what uh, what it is? Yeah, well, the reason why it why it is is because I guess from two
1: perspectives, we want to empower young professionals to take control of their future, and that's I mean, going back to when you were talking uh, to the to your other interviewee, Howie, would you say he wanted to be a truck driver and now he's you know in a totally different area yes it, it can take a long time to figure that out and it's sometimes it can be really disempowering if you don't know or if you know like school I, I went to a very kind of traditional uh, academic type of uh, school and they were very much I oh, fo- follow this one career path and if you, as long as you do well in your year 12 everything will just be a smooth it's like you're on a train track and you just have to stay on the train track and it's all fine but life is nothing like that. And um, it can be really hard to find a career that you want to pursue, that you enjoy. And there's a lot of opportunity to empower people if you can help them be confident in just going, I'll just keep trying to find that out. Um, and also, I guess from the business perspective, we want to make businesses you know, excited about all of the new ideas and innovation that they can bring into their business by having young professionals in there. And not just go, oh, you know, they, they all want the, the Gen Ys and millennials, they all want everything now and all of those kind of not very, um, you know, I'm a Gen Y millennial, so I don't, yeah. I don't agree. With that. But there's there's more to it than that. Um, yes. And, you know, I, we want businesses to be confident in putting these people in front of their customers, whether they're internal customers or external, their customers at, any, at the end of the day. Um, and... There was just those sort of skill gaps that we we found combination from from, yeah. from what we had to teach and yeah. what we weren't teaching as well. Um, we wanted to be teaching that through peer camp.
2: Yeah, so it's more like professional training kind of services, and uh, we run programs that well will help young professionals to take control of their future. And in, on the on the other hand, that we try to help businesses to grow their bis- uh, to grow their business, like small NEs to grow their business. Well, these young professionals um, okay. to have their productivity and effectiveness in their job.
0: Excellent, excellent. So, so what age group? Like, where? What uh, you know? What type of people and what age are you sort of targeting them?
1: We've kind of got two two broad customer groups. So, one would be tertiary students. This they would probably be well into or towards the end of their studies, um, mm-hmm. whether that's at uni or TAFE. Um, that that's sort of where they are, and they they the, the key is that they are seeing themselves as a professional, and they're thinking about their career, and they're thinking about their next steps, and they're probably they're probably not as em- emphasizing as much about the o week and the parties and you know all of that stuff. It's not to say they can't, but you know it's they have to have a really clear career focus, and they have to sort of even if they don't know what they want to do, they need to be conscious about heading that way. Um, yes. So. You know, this could be things like helping them understand personal branding and see and understand how that applies in their profession um, or, you know, them as a professional. Uh, it could be communication skills, um, different things like
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Um, so it, it really is about um, helping sort of bridge that gap between, you know, completing education and, and looking to start a career and, you know, finding that job or, you know, being able to to present and, and gain that career that you want. It's that in-between to, to help people, you know, navigate that space and, and get prepared for their career, whatever that might be.
2: Yeah, that's uh, for our kind of, of consumer kind of um, services. And then, oh, there's another focus. Talk about um, business uh, customers that we also try to help the small NEs to – grow their business while well, people because business owners are the great that they, they're doing their job but they, they cannot grow they cannot make their ha- customer happy they cannot really um, finish accomplish big, big things just by their own they need a team so if they need to grow they need a team and the, the, the team they need to have um, a professional staff. so yes. yeah so that's that's really important as well the, the human capital kind, kind of things yeah okay yeah yeah definitely
1: and something else that we found quite interesting uh we were doing some research and we launched a a survey and we found that what the most popular type of business is to work for so this is you know when i'm late in my studies and i'm looking at who do i want to what kind of jobs do i want this is you know the the big companies in the metro city areas and we we're still uncovering more about that but what it seems to be is that a lot of these young you know professionals are saying well these these companies have got big good training programs they're going to help me you know develop through my career and what we definitely believe is that that does not that doesn't have to be limited at all to you know big companies in the city um Mm. there's a lot of smes and there's a lot of smes in regional areas and they're doing really interesting stuff across the entire, you know, economy or all the different industries. But their, their size is so, such that they don't, you know, they either don't have the time to create these training programs or that's, you know, that's far enough away from where they're focusing so their skills are focused on the delivery of whatever their product or service is. Uh, they don't have time. They've never thought about it. But there's this almost this untapped uh, productivity that we want to help them sort of unlock and become a lot more appealing um, to, to graduates because we know that these businesses are doing great things but they're just not thought of.
0: Yes, yeah. And I absolutely love the fact that um, you know you you have that focus on on helping you know businesses SMEs uh, in regional areas as well, not just you know the big guys in, in the cities. Um, and you know we we all know that small business is is the biggest employer in Australia. So, mm-hmm. um, like you said, um, you know it, it comes with being a small business in that there is is so much for the business owners and, and the staff uh, to do on a day to day basis and finding finding those you know those professional um, employees you know staff all that sort of things is is an extra job on top so that's where peer camp comes in to, to help them in that space yeah absolutely yes. excellent excellent so what what type of um, is it just all professional services or is it what sort of businesses could uh, could gain from from peer camp
1: well I think from where we what we're discovering, you um, know, in, in in the research we're doing, we professional services businesses, and this this the kind of you know if I could call it a classical situation, and I I've, with the with the lawyers, accountants, IT professionals, marketing professionals, finance professionals that we've spoken to, mm-hmm. they they've got this thing where they are oh, not quite sure if I'm ready to put these people in front of my customers. Now that they might be an internal department, so again it could be I'll just give you an internal processing thing rather than you getting talking yeah. to the other people from other departments. Yeah. That's where we think that there's the biggest opportunity to give some some benefit some solid benefit. Okay. Um, yeah. Excellent. We're, and that's sort of we we basically sort of last last year we we had a lot of good success helping students directly and so we're sort of taking the elements from that and offering that into the businesses, obviously in a much more structured way where it's focused around what a business is trying to do by, you know, growing their teams and making sure that their teams are, you know, organized and understand about accountability and communication skills. Yes. So there's a very yeah. different delivery type, but yeah. it's the same problem just being solved in a different context. The same mis- the missing
2: skill gap. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 No, fantastic. Fantastic. So Peer Camp started 2015, is that correct?
1: Uh, 20 probably the i think our first the coffee was that we had yeah uh, in the coffee shop in south melbourne was 2015 yeah
0: 2015 yeah okay excellent and uh, peer camp specifically the business specifically um what's involved there you've got other staff members um what what are your roles on a day-to-day
1: well as far as the team the team is very small we're um you know all wearing lots of different hats and um Silver and I are, um, as, you, as you need to be in a startup, obsessed with every aspect of it all the time. Um, our wives are probably, yes. you know, <laughs> mer-
2: they're,
1: they're, they're very understanding. Very they're very supportive. They're very extremely supportive yes. about that. Um, Great to hear. Well, thank you to both of you. Um, and, um, yeah, so I, I guess we certainly make use of, um, you know, people we know that might be give us some tips, we'll watch out for that, you know, there's a pothole there, be careful, Yeah. Oh, or something like that. But we try and do as much as we can ourselves. Again, we're trying to, you know, make, we're trying to limit how much we're spending before we start, you know, earning and balancing it off, sort of some good, simple financial
2: approaches there. Yep. Yeah, and I think day-to-day for us and myself, and um, Anthony, I think that's something that, you know, that Stephen and I, we got very similar um, like common values in terms of our life and how we treat different things, um, but that it, technically, that I think we will be quite complemented for each other, and because like uh, we have um, different strengths, that's something we I think we really appreciate to have each other as, as uh, business partners, and for for myself and it's more like an idea guy, and for myself, and I look at visions, I look at things long term. And I talk about some sometimes like blue skies and and then I explore uh, opportunities Then trying to hunt this opportunity to smell them and then to bring the ideas back to the team. Interesting.
1: And then I've got, and, and I'm very interested in how, okay, that's that's great. That's a really good idea and a good vision. How will we execute on that? And, you know, with regards to where we are now and what capabilities we have. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's really important that we take those good ideas and we remain, you know, idealistic and positive about what we could do, and then it's really important that we translate that into a, some sort of reality. So there's the the as Silver was saying, the values are the same, but the way that we think is very different, um, and our skills are very different and our mindsets are very different. But it's it's very complimentary. complementary.
0: Complementary, so- yeah, 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 excellent, yeah, excellent. It's fun. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. Definitely, and that's what it's supposed to be. You know, business needs to be fun as well, not all just hard work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you have other team members.
1: Um, we we sort of I think we we rely a lot from the support of our um, our, our wives and family, and um, got a few friends that are sort of helping us along. But at the moment, we're we're really focusing on being very lean and getting as many key things done. Yes. To to Set up revenue because if we're going to start to grow a team, we're responsible. We have to, you know, have to make sure that, that that's in a sustainable way, of course. And so it's about it's that balance, you know, that's you've sort of got to work, work those things out and, and hustle plenty, plenty of hustling and plenty of early mornings or late nights. Yeah, um, just figuring out the next big bits and pieces. Startup founders,
0: that's, that's it. it, that's, that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so just lots wise. and lots of patience.
1: But, uh, that lifestyle that, that startup founders all get to go through, which which is a lot of fun.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. what about um, what about marketing and, and that side of things on the business? How how are you getting the word out there? How are you uh, how are you promoting peer Camp?
1: Well, um, yeah, that's a that's a really good question because sales and marketing um, they they're absolutely critical, and we we've sort of, I mean. The first thing we start, you know, it's not a a new thing, even though there's lots of sort of social media options now compared to, say, 100, 200 years ago, you still have to know who your customer is. So, Mm. you know, we're always trying to, to, to figure out who our customer is and if we're talking about a business customer, that's going to be very different to a consumer customer and, you know, finding out where they are and I guess what they're interested in and, again, then that starts to say, well, which is the... You know, better approach on which type of social media under which circumstance. Um, so use of plenty of the you know the digital tools, email and social media, be- being Facebook, LinkedIn, and you know there's some others that we're we're looking at using. Um, sure, sure. We're we're certainly trying to not sort of you know I I find sometimes people say in a marketing sort of landscape, oh just go on this platform. You need to be on this because everyone else is. Um, but Mm. you've got to be a lot you've got to be careful about that because there's no such thing as like panacea marketing
0: yes yep yep yeah no i I totally agree and you know different platforms suit different types of businesses and it, it does come back down to you know where is your target audience and as you know Effective as digital marketing might be, you know, everybody says you need to be on social media and, you know, I'm very into the digital marketing myself, but it's, it needs to be, um, it's not about just being on social media. It's, it's about being where your customers are, um, Mm Yeah. And just because you know everybody else is on Facebook or everybody else is using Snapchat or whatever it might be, doesn't mean that it's going to be effective for your business. So you need to you know be able to target your customers on a platform that they're at, and and create native content around that, um, which can be a challenge for businesses, uh, especially in startup phase. There's so much to focus on, but it's definitely a big thing. Me coming from the digital marketing side of things. It's, it's not about just being on social media for the sake of it. It, it needs to be, um, you know, there needs to be ROI for you spending your time on it and you need to spend your time uh, focusing on whatever platform, whether it be email marketing, whether it be creating video, whether it be social media, um, you need to make sure that that is, uh, you know, where your audience is or where you're going to, uh, to get engagement from. So, yeah, very good approach from yourselves there
2: absolutely I just want to add some
0: like summary of my, my
2: point of view there because I, I totally agree with both of you and I think that's I think a few things like know your customer first I think social media and digital marketing are really important because we're in information age mm-hmm. and it's important not just for like particular business it, I think it's important for any business yeah. living in the world because that's the trend that we have to adapt so love it like, exactly know, know your customer. And then you have the you you have the product to, to build for for that customer that will bring value. And then the marketing should serve the product. So which means that will give you revenue. Marketing is a servant that to serve the product. Mm-hmm. And and then you need to look at well, based on that, what kind of platform you you need to choose and how you're going to utilize that using um the different technique. Yeah,
1: I liked um what both of you the comments you both guys made um because that's like a world where marketers and accountants can be good friends and they can understand each other and it's often that ROI that both of them are conscious of from different their different perspectives that's mm-hmm. so critical and if you can get that understanding then that aspect of your business is probably going to be quite healthy
0: yeah excellent i totally agree can we? Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the day to day for your business? What do you guys get up to? What's involved? I mean, you're both sort of in that chief everything officer role, that CEO role, but what sort of things do you try and concentrate on a day to day basis?
1: Well, sales and marketing all the time, every day. Um, that's that's really critical, and it's 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 making sure that you know you've got a good understanding of your customer, and you can develop a good coherent message and you know, you, you're saying that message in the right the platform appropriate ways, you know, how we might talk at the footy match might be different to how we're going to talk in a fancy restaurant, mm-hmm. um, you know, for instance. And I guess because as a young business, there's no processes, there's no systems. So um, putting the right, making, you know, finding what needs to be done and putting the right processes in place, um, That and I, I suppose that's kind of, you know, we, we tend to think in terms of systems just because of the industry that we come from. Um, but it's, I guess, holding us up
2: to account to all those things and oh, yeah. each other as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think just I agree with Stephen's that. And day-to-day, it last year when we just started, when we are doing a lot of hustling, I was really playing all the vision and ideas and opportunity. Right now we know what we do and we have something to offer. Then I just just um, like t- take my uh, idea head off and then become a uh, joining Stephen as the, as the builder. So mm. I think it's super important. That's something that I learned last year. It's, it's good to talk about the blue sky, but we are standing on, on the ground. Yes. So we need to start standing on the ground, even we need to go to the sky, we need to build the air first. The,
0: the clouds and the dirt silver. Yes. That's it. That's it. Hitting the clouds, yes. but also doing the hard groundwork as well.
2: Well, yeah, the later one it's what well, something that we, everyone you cannot skip that.
0: No, that's right. That's right. Yes. definitely, guys. Um, absolutely love uh, everything that you're doing, and um, I mean that, that. That's what this podcast is about. It's about uh, helping uh, inspire young people to think a little bit differently, um, realize that there is so much opportunity. Um, they can you know follow any path that they wish, um, but it's great to talk to you both because we're sort of um we're shifting more to that space where you're providing help in the area for them to achieve their goals and and and, you know step into the career or the jobs that they want so it's great to sort of you know round that out talk to you both and just let everybody know that there, there is help out there. It's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a lonely journey. You don't have to do it all yourself. Um, and there is, there is help out there. So it's been great to talk to you both.
1: Yeah, well, thanks very much. It's been great.
0: That's all right. Before we wrap up, do you have any advice for any young people out there, um, any young professionals um, who may need some help, um, who, who might be looking at building a business or, or need some help to get into, you know, the career that they want? Have you got any advice for them?
2: Yeah, I think they will be um, very good one. So basically for those, I encourage those uh, young entrepreneurs or whoever's just having ideas to do something. Uh, I encourage people, that uh, they just stand up and just to do it no matter what. It's not uh, like that scary to start your own business to turn your idea into reality. Mm-hmm. Even you can do it in, as a side hustle or whatever, so you, you just got to do it. So. There's no way to uh, to drink about at night and then the second morning that will become true. So that's the first. And then the second advice that I do is also something that I learned from myself to when I summary my 2016 was everything that we build, everything we build, and then we need that that need to serve the product which will bring the avenue if we have a product. So that's my advice to myself. So I need to remind myself every time that things that we do, that we need to serve something that's going to create value. Sure. Excellent. And then the third one, the last one, I'm not, but not least, so just try to keep it simple. We used to hide behind uh, complexity that we created, but sometimes it's very hard to keep it simple, So which means that less is more. Mm-hmm. And then don't give up easily. Just go there and you're gonna disrupt things, so don't give up easily. Things will happen.
0: That is uh, that is some top notch advice there, and I agree with uh, with every single one. Um, and and the key to all that is is yeah, just to do it, to get out there and do it. If you've if you've got a goal, if you've got a dream, then uh, then uh, take that first step and uh, and really do something about it. Yeah, what about you, guys. Steve? Thank you very very much. Um, how can people best get in touch with you uh, and PeerCamp?
1: Um, well, you can get to our website if you go to peer.camp and you can check us out there and also you'll be able to find us on, on Facebook and LinkedIn.
0: Perfect, excellent. And uh, as always, I'll have uh, all the links for everybody in the show notes as well so they can catch them there. Stephen, Silva, thanks very much for joining us on the show. Uh, we're definitely uh, going to keep uh, a close eye on Peer Camp and its growth. Uh, you guys are doing a fantastic job and uh, hopefully one day uh, not too far down the track, we can get you back on and see how things are progressing. It'll be great. Look forward to it. Thanks very much, Anthony. Thank you very much, Anthony. Thanks for listening all the way through another episode. If you're hearing this, I really appreciate it. If you got any value from this episode or you know somebody who could benefit from hearing this, please feel free to share it with them. Most of the podcasting apps now allow you to share each episode to your favorite social network. And if you want to get in touch with me or you have any questions at all, please feel free to connect with me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. to search Anthony G. Murphy. I'll catch you on the next episode.